This is the Gaming Matrix. My name is Dorian, your favorite interweb gaming nerd. And I thought it would be fun to go ahead and talk about some games today. Some entertaining games. Some number one games. Some of your favorites. Some of your least favorites. My favorite. The important favorite. I'm kidding. Everybody's gonna have their own opinion about what game is this and what game is that, what game is the best, what game is the most fun, what game causes me to go back to look back to my nostalgia. Well, let me sum it down for you, in my opinion. That's gonna be God of War, the number one, the cream of the crop, the top of the tier. But before I get into God of War, I do want to mention that these games that I'm going to be talking about, more specifically this game that I'm going to be talking about, is out of a handful of games that are worthy of being a contender in this conversation. Now what I mean by this is that I'm basing this on a game that is solo driven, not necessarily competitive based. I love competitive games. I have fun playing competitive games with my friends, but they're not what I'm talking about whenever it comes to the number one game. There will always be a different a different person saying a different thing about what game means the most to them because, you know, competitive games are like that. They make people combat opinions on top of being competitive within the virtual world. So... Essentially what I'm saying is we're eliminating Call of Duty, Fortnite, Battlefield, Halo, all the fun ones that you see on TV every November that pop up out of nowhere. Oh, actually not out of nowhere. They're in November <laughs> and they display what they can do. And <clears throat> a good amount is the same thing of what they did in the past, but with a little bit of a different take on it. See, these games are the ones that I'm not speaking of. Whenever I was coming down to my opinion of what I thought was one of the best games, it was a handful of games like Bioshock, The Last of Us. You know, games that, if you're not familiar with games, these might sound like <laughs> like weird fantasy realms, but these games are highly rated, highly praised and just very well known in the gaming world as top tier games and they fell a little short maybe i'll explain why in a longer podcast why they fell a little bit short but this one is going to be giving praise to the main man god of war so let's get into it Now, some of you may not know God of War and what it is, so let me go ahead and tell you about it. God of War is one of the best action-adventure games on PlayStation there is today. It is an exclusive for PlayStation, meaning that you cannot play it on any other system besides Sony PlayStation. Um, So, sorry Xbox users, sorry PC players, go buy a PlayStation. Either way... It is a series of games that focuses on the ancient mythology of, let's say, 90% Greece, and then this past game was of Norse mythology, so maybe that 10% lingers in there. 
And it's all based around one main protagonist, the Greek freak himself. And no, I'm not talking about Giannis, who plays for Milwaukee. I'm talking about Kratos, the god of war, himself. Um, a troubled, angry man that is in a rage for about I mean, 14 years. And I mean in real time, our time, 14 years. From the moment that I picked up the game as a kid to just a couple of years ago did these things change but it is one of the more memorable games on the playstation franchise being that i mean it is able to expand eight games in 15 years before 2018 it was really coming to a close with a a trilogy though of the main canon god of war games um, for the main canon ones, there's four, God of War 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then there's separate titles that really work together with the game and are part of the canon lore, but are not necessarily the main games that are, you know, taken into context when I'm mentioning greatest games ever. But the trilogy was really finalized in about 2010, ending on a really good note, ending on a really really climactic point there was really no need to dive back into what God of War was Um, again without any spoilers this will be an entirely spoiler free podcast I won't even spoil the first three even though they are cult classics by now but things came to a close and then about a few years ago they have a reveal where they're essentially rebooting the franchise although they are keeping the lore the same there was so much changes that were coming about the game and this is why i can really consider this game for one of one cream of crop my favorite game not only did it nail what it was to be a great game the first time they rolled out games on the playstation 2 and on the playstation 3 and on the playstation portable they remade a franchise remade game mechanics remade storyline and just remade the entire experience and somehow did even better which is progression which is just healthy progression in every way possible i really can't dumb down what this game has done for gaming in general and just for themselves santa monica studios really put this one on their back and took it all the way home now whenever i look at video games i like to think of it as one big sandwich something that i would enjoy from start to finish and the aspects that are in the sandwich that I will explain. So, main parts of the sandwich, we have the bread, the meat, the veggies, the condiments, and obviously the pickles. They get their own section, and we'll see why. For me, bread is going to be the graphics of the game, how they look, how they feel, how they sound, how immersive it is. And for God of War, I'd have to say for the current gen that it released on, which was PlayStation 4 in 2018, it exceeded my expectations in almost every single way. Uh, 
the sound mechanics that made it seem really fantasy-like or extreme. The environment that it created was extremely, extremely diverse. There was several different areas or, like I mentioned, environments in the game that were very different and stood out as those parts of the game so that you could completely tell where you were based on some of the outside environments that you were spending time on. Uh, the meat, that's going to be the storyline, how original it is, how fresh it is, how creative it is. And for God of War, a game that intentionally started on being a slasher, crazy hero, arcade-ish game became more of a more of an intimate story between a father and a son growing up in a fantasy in a fantasy type realm which is not Asgard but um, Sweden where all Norse mythology is and with, again without spoiling it it's just it takes a, a it breaks off from a totally different branch it takes a totally different direction it really is something else compared to the first three games that released previous and it was one of the most original games that they had released everything else seemed like a a crazy movie you know that you would see in hollywood but the game of of god of war 4 was was very different uh, the veggies, which brings us the characters, progression systems, uh, non-playable characters, the NPCs. Um, now, this is probably my favorite part. And if it, if you don't have veggies in your sandwich, it's it's going to be important. <laughs> it's going to be important. The longevity of that sandwich is not going to be... Or the longevity of you is not going to be as great without the veggies. So, characters. Kratos which is the main person who, again, originally started off as a rage, you know, freak from Greece, who was destroying all of Greece, becomes um, a, a humbled father that needs to take care of his kid, which is a, a task for someone who has only known rage in their past. So you have an older, wiser Kratos um, who you play as throughout the game uh secondary an npc but extremely important would be atreus which is his child young early teenager witty and had a, a very funny character to bring along the journey which started off very serious very you know mature non-stop in the first three games but in the fourth game there's just a uh, a fun a fun follower that you have that reminds me of whenever I was a kid and you know you can see the growth in that child and you can see how troubled he is and the problems that he has to go through it's a very interesting dynamic um the progression system is very is very good you you want to keep playing the game you want to keep earning points to really make your yourself better throughout the game So that's always fun. And then the non-playable characters and the little extra ones from trolls to witches to, you know, handymen. It it, it really is. It really is well put together. Everybody has meaning. Everybody has something they're bringing to the table. 
which is, again, extremely important. Uh, the condiments. Now, the condiments are the extra stuff, customization, the lore, um, God of War 4 being the 8th, ninth game in the franchise has an extreme amount of lore, so that one is nailed pretty easily. But the customization, um, God of War previous to this probably had zero condiments, you know, being that it was a new, a new, uh, a newer game, and then also didn't have any customization. It really didn't have things that you can change about your character that made it feel like you were in God of War 4. It really was, you know, a role-playing game. You know, you got to change his armor. You got to change certain things that he could do. It, it really was a, a step up or a level up in customization. And now the pickles, the most important part, considering the pickles represent the climax. Now, the climax of the game cannot be missed. It will stand out above all else, and it will show you what the, what the game truly is. Uh, the culmination of all the things that you've been doing throughout the game, whether it be progression, whether it be story, the pickles slash the climax have to be on point. And, and I can't use another game other than God of War that I think defines on point whenever it comes to the climax, the pickles. You think about that. You think, you know, it might be funny. Oh, it's pickles in it. But no. When's the last time that you bit into a sandwich that had pickles in it and you didn't notice the pickles? It, it, it just has to be there. It has to be there. And by far, this game has that in spades. Now, again, I'm trying my hardest to be spoiler-free without really giving away anything about the game. I'm, I'm being very vague on purpose because I really think that everyone should give this a go. If you're into gaming, if you like fantasy or Greek mythology even, or mythology in general, it's a good game. The values that it has in real life um, are, really, are really brought to light. It's a fun learning experience and one that means a lot to me. I consider myself a very avid gamer. I do try out the big games that are that people are talking about. You know, the, the five star you got the story of this game is amazing. You know, I, I really do dive into those games because not that I like to criticize, but I like to see what it's about. And I can really, without a doubt, tell you if you find it remotely interesting in the first two to three minutes of playing that game, that it will be just a home run of a gaming experience. I promise you that. But that's all for now. The next time we talk about some games, we might talk about top five. We might talk about the top five least favorite games that I have. Either way, stay tuned, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. See ya. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.